Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Abinov, your host. Today you're in for a very special treat because we are taking it back. Back to 2019, the year we all miss. Pre-pandemic times, when I first started doing podcasting, I really wanted to be doing live streaming shows. So what you're going to find in this episode is one of those shows from 2019. So let's dig into it. Make sure you check it out that it's also on YouTube. There's a video component to this. We had multiple camera angles, real fancy stuff right when I wanted to get started in this whole podcasting space. So I would really appreciate it if you guys check this out. Let me know what you think. If you think I should bring these back or continue doing the episodes that I've been doing as of late. Thank you. Let's get into it. For me, the, what we read about the purpose of life is to serve. Right. You look around you, think global, but act local. And in our Bay Area, you're in San Diego, but we met in the Bay Area. Correct. We see definitely a disparity that those who have attained material success are not coming to the help of those who need help. And that's where my journey has started at my age. I'd absolutely love to hear from all of you. So make sure you reach out to me anywhere that you're on on the internet. Just look for The Real Abinov on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, anywhere that you are, including TikTok. I'm there and I want to hear from you. Thank you again. Let's get back to the show. Thank you for being here today, first and foremost. You took this trip on the most rainy Saturday of the whole year so far. It's been pouring cats and dogs. Your flight got delayed. You almost got redirected to Long Beach. I'm so happy you're here. From the bottom of my heart, I welcome you to my home, San Diego, Pacific Beach. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege to be here. I am happy and honored that I am being asked to be on this podcast to discuss with you anything that you want. It so happens that you want to know my interpretation of the cosmic equation that we are here on this planet for and my understanding. Talk about non-materialistic interpretations. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start with one thing. Hmm. I just want to share with my audience this thing right here in front of the camera that I'm pointing to is a card that is very special to me because you gave it to me. And uh, this card has been with you since 1992. Is that correct? That is correct. Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra, 1992. The card reads, this is the Global Network for Spiritual Success, the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. That's and when Deepak Chopra was still having an AOL address. That's right. There is an AOL a, email, in and fact. And a PO Box address <laughs> in La Jolla. Maybe very close to very La Very close to La Jolla in Pacific I met, Beach. I, I met Deepak Chopra since then in San Francisco, and he's gone beyond that. Though I still think that he opened the doorways for understanding of ageless body, timeless mind, or the magic of healing courses that I took in Miami, or even the book that was given to me by his 
teacher, not one of the instructors, Carol Cornelison, The Return of the Rishi, in which Deepak Chopra's adventure into cosmic understanding starts. Wow. A lot of people today are very divided on the guy. Some people admire him for his past and say he's too commercialized now. And others are still, I mean, you know, I think he's a, he's well-intended and he's definitely doing something that's benefiting more people than it's harming. And, um, but... To, yeah, he has not harmed. He's not harming no, anybody, no, no. right? He clearly says, I'm a prophet if you spell it as P-R-O-F-I-T. There's nothing wrong. He's a book writer. <laughs> And if you benefit from him, take it. If you don't benefit from him, you're free to walk away. It's a free country. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. He has not harmed anybody. Agreed. Today's, I do want to read what today's, for Saturday, what is the spiritual law of success for Saturday? It's the law of dharma or purpose in life. It reads as follows. When we blend our unique talent with service to others. We experience the ecstasy and exhalation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of all goals. Discover the higher self, list unique talents, serve others. Beautiful. Yeah. You, your purpose in life is to discover yourself. At age 70, I still ask myself, 69, my wife doesn't, Preeti would say, you're not 70. (laughs) I'm 69, almost there, (laughs) 60, and knocking on the door. At age 70, I don't know my purpose in life. What is my purpose in life? Well, hold on. Did you just say at age 70, you don't know your purpose in life? I do not. What does a 26-year-old going on 27 have hope for then? Oh, the world is your oyster. You have the whole universe unfolding in front of you at a digital pace. Too fast. No. No. You are so blessed that you don't have to think of answers for a whole day or to look up up a paper encyclopedia. You just have to not even type it in. Today when I asked you, how's the weather? And you said to Siri, what is the weather? I said, gosh, she's so lucky. I mean, we, You're absolutely right. Yeah, you know, we do so take it for granted. You do take it for granted. You are absolutely. blessed. We are very blessed. And 100%. so at 27, you are way ahead of me at 70. Way ahead of me. So purpose in life. Purpose in life, as the Sufi masters taught us, is self-realization. Self as Buddha saw it, the higher self. Not self as I am. The universe, the the cosmic universe. And that is the goal of life. Then that is your dharma. That is your discovery. And if you're walking on the path of self-discovery, hey, you're very lucky. Whether 27 or 70. I love that. I love it too. That's, That's actually, to complete the story... How we met. 
don't give them the full story of you met <laughs> my wife knows that she says how come you met this guy <laughs> well we met because you picked me up in san francisco that's all that's all and then you had uh, given this to me because we were talking about my favorite spiritual guy yeah mr muji himself yeah um who walked me into my self-realization path you know so a large part of our bonding experience was me being in that state of mind and in in life at that time i was having more of a internal crisis and questioning my existence and figuring out what is it that i'm doing here why am i making money what is it i'm doing it for what's the end game how much money do i need like what am i trying to get after all the material stuff started to kind of feel weird to me you know how much to buy how many you know cars or homes there's no end to that there's you know and it just kind of started to collapse some of the belief systems that i had up until so far in my life i was starting to question where did they come from are they even my own are they original to me or are they just kind of stuck on to me so i guess it was the first level of understanding to be able to question what's actually there and realizing is it something that i've consciously put here or was it put on to me from just me walking through life i just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors blossom media studio thank you so much for creating and distributing my podcast and taking away literally every single thing that's involved with podcasting so i can just spend the time to talk to my guests and create great episodes are you talking about the materialistic things of life i think i'm talking about all the ideas that i've been carrying no oh. your body breath and mind mm the body is materialistic the breath and the mind the mind is your cosmic spiritual self so are you connecting the two if you are then it is the breath body and the mind are connected, connected by, by the, the breath. breath so first you have to bifurcate differentiate set aside are you talking about your materialistic attainments in the united states after you came from india or born here and is it because you haven't attained them that now you're beginning to question the futility of that it was exactly the second part it was like knowing where i'm in where i am in life and how it's not connected to where i thought i would want to be in life and realizing that you know things don't always go the way you anticipated them grapes are sour grapes are sour so therefore you have gone towards the way of enlightenment <laughs> i think all roads lead to enlightenment no, no. <laughs> for, for for me <laughs> time's running out i'm on a limited lease on this planet <laughs> okay for me the, what you read about the purpose of life is to serve right you look around you think global but act local and in our bay area you're in san diego but we met in the bay area correct we see definitely a disparity that those who have attained material success are not coming to the help of those who need help 
And that's where my journey has started at my age, that if I can make a difference, making a difference to put the two together by partnerships, by private partnerships with corporations who want to help, who have a social responsibility, who have a good corporate governance and believe in civic duty, that they themselves saw their mothers and fathers work hard and put them through college or through engineering, not necessarily engineering of the structural engineering, but of the internet engineering and bring them up in life. They want to help people. I'm going more towards the physical side, but in terms of answering that particular question, if you can help bring people together. Yes. That's the way you can and find that's out your purpose in life. Part of what started this whole podcast and brought together the studio and why we're sitting here and having mm. this conversation is because I really, out of my sort of existential moment, you know, realizing where it is that I am and where is it do I want to go, I want to create a place where people can come and share in a safe place their beliefs and toss them around, maybe pick some new ones up, take some different ones home, yeah. alter them. So the way I see it is that when we sat down today, you said, let's get on camera and start the podcast. Right. And I said, well, I'm sure you're going to get many people here who's going to indulge in some mental farts in front of you and going to tell you that this is the way they are going to make difference. You know, it's like seeing a beauty contest and the ladies coming out and saying, I want world peace. <laughs> yeah. Right. But can you put the people together? Right. And so I told you, I said, if I can refine my message and get it across to 100 corporate chiefs, and if my return on that is that even one corporate chief understands that if we can make 100 townhomes on a modular level affordable for 100 of their support employees, that we will start. You started by saying, do you need crowdfunding? I said, no, I don't need crowdfunding. I just want one person to understand on a corporate level that he or she can make a difference in the life of 100 of their support employees who are not living the life that Americans are supposed to be blessed with, that they serve a corporation in the Silicon Valley, but yet they drive two hours, one hour away into some remote area and then have to commute back just to serve the corporate headquarters right. of Silicon Valley. Just and that's a shame. That is. And I, I told you, I said, I'm sure if you tell these corporate chiefs to look in the mirror and say, you're going to be in a foundation that's going to help people and you'll be in full control of the finances. And then you ask me, what's your benefit? Why are you doing it? I said, my benefit is $49,000 a year and I want that salary just to make sure that I am on the foundation. I don't want to do it somewhere and say, I'm going to walk away. Oh, I did. I started something and now I'm out. No, I will be in there, in the project. And our ultimate goal of this whole is to build 10,000 homes, which is 100 villages, 100 townhomes, 
100 villages and we only want to focus on the bay area bat line we want to do it in the bat line our foundation is going to be called a hope affordable home ownership partnerships at entry level only entry level homes and then you said what happened about your plan of sustainable food and sustainable restaurants and sustainable hydroponics i said that's going to be part of it you just don't let people say oh i'm going to put you up in a ghetto but you got to make a community if you make a community and bring people together now this conversation is changing away from the cosmic to the housing i think you triggered me in the wrong direction <laughs> you said we will not talk about anything else but i it's okay. i got carried away <clears throat> well let me let me just frame a little bit more about what you all you said a lot of good things in there and i just want to paint the picture the reason you're so passionate from my understanding about this project that you want to take on is because you know i've lived in the bay area for about 4 years um and from what i saw was a lot of people have insanely long commute hours which is not anything that's unnatural of san diego or of los angeles or any even irvine you know the 5 is pretty much crowded up and down california people commuting to and from i think the problem is very prevalent that people are making money on paper that shows shows that they're making a lot of money six figures but the cost of living is insanely high the barrier is ridiculously expensive one of the most expensive places you know next to new york and people are having to because of this move like you said to more remote areas further out and now start driving 2 hours some people i know drive 2 and a half hours to commute in to one of the major inland cities like San Francisco or San Mateo or Fremont or all that and they're coming San Jose and then they have to commute and disperse all back out and this is every day it's chaotic and what quality of life is that serving like a lot of people are having a pretty terrible quality of life because they're spending so much of their time in these cars which is not what we're designed for it's diminishing the quality of people's mental health that's imagine if you had a 2 hour commute in the morning and in the evening 4 hours a day 5 days a week 20 when, when do you see the children when do you see anything yeah i mean you're absolutely right so like all of these concerns that you have i just wanted to kind of paint the picture yeah. of where it's coming from because it was part of my crisis i would notice that i would get up and i would commute to work I would sit in traffic. I'd get to work, really happy at work. Work was okay. Now it's time to go home. Okay, now you got to sit in traffic to go home. You get home, you're exhausted. Now you got to figure out how to eat. It just triggers bad choices. I, I think you have not understood one thing that I have said. Please explain. You said six figures. Right? I'm talking about the the tech population. No, I'm not talking about that. I I'm not in a position to go towards the tech population i'm talking about the support staff which in their best can earn 24 dollars an hour oh yeah and work 2000 hours a year which means they make about 49000 dollars each if two people make 99000 dollars how can they afford to buy 
and even rent, they can't even afford to rent. So where are our corporate chiefs in Silicon Valley from Mountain View, from Palo Alto, from any of these techies? Sure, yeah. You know, I'm not naming names. Well, yeah. I'm using the cities to tell you who I'm referring to. Though I have no qualms about saying that they should know what they are doing when they eat a sandwich in their cafeteria. Where are the workers coming from and how are they able to afford to live? Very good point. This is my point. No, you're very good. We're absolutely right. And I'm saying anybody making 99000 to 149000 and working for a high-tech company where the owner is making billions and has a foundation in which he wants to give away funds and maintain control of the funds, not to just give away, then a hope affordable home ownership partnerships at entry level is an answer. Mm. This is what I'm saying. I want to take another quick moment to thank our sponsors, Podcast Backdrops. If you do any kind of video content or pictures online or you're doing any sort of selling over Zoom calls, you really need to check them out because it will make you look professional from the get-go. Having your brand, your logo, and what you're all about behind you, hiding all your clutter, makes you look so much more professional when you put yourself out there on the internet. So check out Podcast Backdrops if you want to level up your game. You want to go back to the conversation about cosmic? I think I like where we're going, though. No, but this conversation was supposed to be a two-part conversation. You're right. Okay. This we were supposed to talk tomorrow, but I digressed. My apologies. So we can leave it here and we can pick this part of the conversation up on how you're going to do this, why you're so passionate about it. We've already gotten a little bit of where that passion comes from. The mathematics. Yeah, we're going to get into the logistics. The guarantees of payment. Yeah, why, you know, what is behind... The front-end ratios. 100%. I think this was a good teaser into that. It's not a teaser. Well, I think it's a little teaser. I'm not, I'm not teasing anybody and... Uh, Pardon my terminology. Yeah, yeah. It's a... Come closer to the a, mic. It's a social awareness. Hmm. It's also good corporate governance. It's a civic duty where if you merge with the need of the society in which you're making your money from, how can you be a global example of excellence, empathy, and elevating those who work within your organization? If you damn the people who work within your organization in the support field, what are you? You'll be like me at 70 waiting to become history. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Terrible? No. Fulfillment. <laughs> <sighs> How do we walk back from here? Let's walk back to <coughs> the mind, mm -hmm. the body, mm -hmm. consciousness, is that one of them? Are you talking about the body, breath, and mind? Yeah, your your like little jingle that you have there. The other jingle you like is I had six faithful friends. They we started me the all conversation with that. Their names were what and why and when and how and where and who. My brother would love the way you have jingles. I'm gonna have to have him watch this. He's gonna love this. The jingle you like is we are body and we are mind. Yes. And we are connected by breath. <sighs> And the way to connect them is to exhale, to let go, mm. to let go. If you let go of your breath and you just let go, then 
your mind starts to breathe. open. <laughs> what is your body? Your body is basically your anything that your brain experiences. Right. Now, if you want to go in that direction, pleasure, indulgence, taste, smell, sight, sound, and feelings, whatever you feel turns into sensations and emotions and relationships. That is another field. I love that part of my life. I Come still love it. Come closer to the mic. I still love it. Perfect. But there's the other part, the mind. Hmm. And if you really want to know more about this, please log on to Isha Foundation, Sadhguru Vasudev. Great guy. I went to the inner engineering for four days. Yeah. Fascinating. I learned how to meditate. I did it for 110 days, twice a day, 21 minutes at a time. And definitely was powerful, hard to describe in words. Yeah. He's a wonderful app. I get his thought of the day every day. I do too. I get the email. Sadhguru. That's my favorite email to open. I get a thousand emails a day and that's my favorite one to open every day. It comes to me exclusively on a different app. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And Sadhguru Jaggi Vasudev has awakened in most of the techies an inner being. I like it that he says, I'm not a mystic. I'm a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) His rally for rivers. He's just a good person. He's a good person. hearted he's man. A good, he's a good mystic. Good man. And when you say Sadhguru for somebody, it means that you have learned something from him. I have not seen him. I hope I do. I almost went to Coimbatore. You know, he had a inner engineering in LA that he just recently did. And I think there's one coming up in March. Yeah, but that's a big crowd. He'll come and say hello to you. You'll say hi to him. He'll ask you what you do. Can I ask you a question? Mm. And maybe we can pick this up tomorrow. Mm. But since we're on the mystical conversation, what has stopped someone like you? Because I know this story is going to unfold. I would love for you to at some point tell that story Mm. about the McDonald's watches, the Ronald McDonald watch that you showed me, the legendary watch. No, but that, that was a different phase of life. Point, point being, why haven't you taken it in your hands to work with somebody like Sadhguru for... No, with, with Sadhguru, it would be only to know myself better. Mm, okay. uh, he doesn't need my help. No, but you need his, right? I need him if if the calling is there and I go see and I meet him... On a personal level, I would. But if it's going to be just meeting him in a big hall and that I can see him on YouTube. He's beautiful on YouTube. He's really well. Yeah. Well spoken. Yeah. Inner engineering is uh, just to close the segment out real quick here. This is the course that I took. The total. You can see it up there if you'd like. Um, It takes four days. It's all over. Two days are just partial, and they teach you a proper meditation and yoga kriya. Where it's, you, a, it's a great program. Great program. You actually, thank you. I really want to thank you for being the person to introduce this to me because it was tremendously helpful to me. I'm not sponsored by these guys or anything. No. I just love them so much for, for the help that they Sadhguru were able to give Sadhguru doesn't me. need anybody's sponsorship. No, no. but he's uh, incredibly gifted in the way he's like, 
articulates himself and gives out information. There's so much content out there. He's a blessing. He is a very big blessing in my Graceful life. Graceful blessing. Ah, oh, he's not a mistake. He's definitely a mystic. <laughs> not a mistake at all. I love that guy. Are we on or off? What do you mean? The oh, we're definitely live. We're live streaming. Still. Everybody's seeing. So <clears throat> you brought me here to talk about the things that you feel will benefit me. And it has benefited me just to sit with you. Well, thank you. And please keep up the good work. Let people come and talk. You never know who listens, who wants to connect. And the next session that we have, uh, it's not going to be cosmic. No, it'll be more technical. It'll be, what is this a plan about a hope? Affordable home ownership partnerships at entry level for people making 99000 to 149000 family income, two joint family mm. income. So it's yours. You tell me whatever you want to ask me now. Or just say goodnight. Well, I think that this is a good time to go offline. And we'll continue this tomorrow. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for the interview. I appreciate this. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, remember, we have video components to each of these podcasts that exist on YouTube. You can simply search for Blossom Media Studio or The Real Abinov. Either way, you'll find the episodes that you need. And see you next time.